I'm here, for two things. First, to remind you that we are sponsored by a very fine webcomic, called, It's This Tomorrow. Is This Tomorrow comes out once a week, and can be found at, It's This Tomorrow.com. Kelly and Woody strive to put into eight panels, the brain-blistering stupidity portrayed on the Zorro television channel. That said, it isn't as stupid as what's on Fox News. They do try though, at isthistomorrow.com or by searching Facebook for Is This Tomorrow. Secondly, I, a fucking robot, would like to remind you that as you enjoy this program, you are an utterly successful product of the evolutionary process. Your ancestry is an unbroken chain back to the first life on Earth. Yes you, your ancestors stretch back hundreds of millions of years to the churning primordial seas, and the perfect lightning strike that turned something not alive into something alive, which then became you, after millions of successful generations, with not, one, break, yes, you, please try and act like it. He's clueless. He can't help it. I don't really don't no, think he can I, help it. I don't it. think he can help it. Um, it's a mental illness. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And here we are again, every week. We're like a bad penny. Is that the expression, bad penny? We bad keep penny. showing up. And this is, the, this is our 90th episode. <sighs> Look at us. Um, all right, so uh, Barry, do we have a new email address? Did I hear that right? Well, we you have a different email address you can send to that's more indicative of who we are. What is it now? Hey, assholes at that record got me high.com. <laughs> so that's true, that's not a joke, though. That that's not a, real a joke. Thing. Hey, assholes at that record got me high.com. I like it, it's easy to remember. It's easy to remember because okay. that's what you're going to be thinking yeah. when you, you sit down to type it. It's not going to be like you guys are great at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you can email us there at heyassholes at thatrecordgotmehigh.com. And don't forget, go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron of the show. That's right. As people do, and we really appreciate it. Because we're and saving we got, up to buy some new equipment. We, we really do, need yeah. the money. But we got we do new, we do fun, exciting. I got, I got some fun, new, exciting things coming up for our uh, patron. Oh, exclusively for our patrons right, coming up. Some, so you, you're going to want to get on that. That's some all personalized wart removal I'm patches. <laughs> I'm teasing it. All right, Barry, we have a guest today. and uh, I she, like the guest. I think it's good for the guest to introduce themselves. I think it's a really good thing because then they, then they say their name right and we don't do, say it wrong. That's, that's brilliant. Genius. Because <laughs> already I was wondering how to pronounce it. Go ahead. Would you okay, please Okay, good. I'm glad. Yourself? Okay, so it's Hillary Dockerty. Oh, Hillary? Jesus. I would have butchered that. I know. You would have. And I Dockerty. You're, you're missing some letters in your name. I totally would not have corrected you. Uh, yeah. That's my husband's thing. So if you say Doherty, I'm all right with it. Yeah, yeah wow, that's what I would have said. A, that's a hardcore Southern pronunciation Is right it? there. Dockerty. Oh, he says that's what happens in Ireland. I'm like, take me there. Let's yeah, you be all right. Okay, right. Yeah, and, dream uh, on. And Hillary, yeah, right. <laughs> so me and Barry were wondering, as we were, were want to do, because we have we have a lot of guests, and I'm thinking, do you know Hillary or do I know Hillary? But we, you just, <laughs> no, you just she, listen she, to the show, right? Yes. And you and you sent us some emails, and yes. you said, okay. saw our endless uh, posts on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I give up. I'll, I'll listen. Fan of the show, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so you'd be on it. And what was the what's the record you picked that we're going to talk about? I picked the title Foo Fighters album, their very first album. Very first good. Foo- now let me ask you. You just picked that on your own. You didn't pick it because there's there's an ongoing thing with people who know me know that I that I've had my dip. issues yeah. with Foo Fighters before. But you didn't. Oh pick my it. gosh, you did. You <laughs> oh, I never would have done that. Yeah, Is that but true? that's that's yeah. But this, this, what it turns out, it's actually Foo Fighters further down the road. Okay, I'm I'm with you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, it's more modern. No, and I okay. and and I really now this is the first time I've really listened to the first album a lot. Although I knew some uh, the songs on it, and I and I liked it. Okay, I liked this record when it came out. I just didn't like, and it's not even that I don't like Foo Fighters. There's it, gonna be some rant music running underneath. <laughs> no, here. good. Yeah, let's hear it. I want. Go. To, let's get go, the rant. Go, Come yeah. on. My thing has been uh, as of late that the music they do, it's kind of like just like you. It, to me, it's like. Nickelback. I tell people, well, it's like Nickelback too. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's rock music. They write mm-hmm. songs, but it, I don't really hear. There's nothing that jumps out at me distinctive. But why are they so much better than like a band like Nickelback? To right. me, it's almost like the same thing now. So this is how I feel about Foo Fighters. I probably, and this is how this is probably why I've been a little nervous too. Right? Is because. Yeah. 
Don't be nervous. This album's what? Over 20 years old. Yeah. We're 24, 25 years old. Wow. So when I first heard it, I was pretty young. Sure. (laughs) Right? Right. And shortly after this, I remember being introduced to like a lot of indie, underground rock music. And this kind of like what's on the radio, what's on MTV stopped being Uh what I loved. Yeah, yeah. So when I went, I do love this album, but the music's great. I love it. And I the story about it and yeah. like where it how yeah. it came where it started how he how, why he did it yeah. is so interesting to me and I think that's really a lot of where it, I, it, it comes from for me yeah. um, but I probably haven't purchased a Foo Fighters album in like oh, well, over a decade good like, for you. I'm not that's not <laughs> and even listening the, to this yeah. I was like what was going on yeah I remember the you last know? one we bought was or the last one we ended up with was what was it called? I think. And when my, Barry says we, to be clear, he doesn't mean me and Ben. <laughs> no, <laughs> me and my wife. <laughs> and wife. I didn't buy it, but it was. I think she bought Wasting Light. And what was that? How long ago was that? I don't know. Maybe it was a few years ago, and I played it one time. I was like, okay. Yeah. No. No. I think I stopped buying them because they did sound exactly Generic. the same. Yeah. Right. And it was yeah, formula. Yeah. And formulaic. And and Dave Grohl and people. So people started. Uh, people think I have a problem with Dave Grohl, and I don't. I, he seems like a really cool yeah, guy. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. he is super talented. This record. Oh my god. He did. All right. So basically, all right. Let's just. This say, is released, like. Yeah. Go. Uh, July fourth, nineteen ninety five, on his own record uh, label originally. Yeah. Uh, Roswell, which he called it that, and. Right. Uh, and he plays everything on it. And Except for one guitar uh, yeah, solo. Uh, by uh, Greg Dooley from Afghan Wigs, just because yep. he was watching him record, and uh, Dave handed him a guitar and said, hey, hey play, play guitar. Solo, yeah. But yeah, and basically he completed an album's worth of material in uh, five days. Oh my God. Yeah, five days. He would run, he would run, do the drums, and then he would run and put on the bass uh, still sweating right? still sweating and, then and do the, guitar, the bass right. yeah. and then you do the guitar yeah. parts and, and then he saved the vocals for last because he was still self-conscious about singing right. which, which yeah he's not a great singer but he's a fine rock he singer he right. notes right, right. Yeah. you know yeah. what he, he's like and he multi-tracked the, all oh. the vocals well yeah there's yeah, a yeah. quote he said <laughs> you know how people uh, double their vocals which Nirvana that was a big Nirvana thing Kirk yeah, Cobain sure. almost everything's doubled yeah. he said we quadrupled yeah sure we did but as a record it Sounds great, and it sounds like a band. It like does sound like band. a band, yeah. even though you can kind of tell it's still. Once you know that he did everything, it's it's hard for one person to be four separate people. Mm. So there's sort of the entire Dave Grohl capsule is sort of this this record. Right. The other records have other players. Obviously, it's still his band. Right. Right. But there's there like when Pat Smear plays or or when yeah. you know. Um, his other rhythm section plays. There's some difference, but this is like his. And you go. But that's kind of cool. That's kind of the cool it, thing it, about the, the cool record, thing. right? And also, he's 25 years he old. He was only 25. I mean, that's, that's right. Yeah. And so, and so, the other part that I found really fascinating is that it was six months after Kurt Cobain died. Right. So we're talking about 25 years old. You're in the most successful rock band yeah. on the planet. Right. You're right. so recognizable. Some yep. of the things that I read was like. He would go to a coffee shop to get a coffee, and somebody behind the counter would be like, "Oh, wh- why did that asshole kill himself?" And he's like, hey, "You know, uh, uh, that's uh, my uh, friend. Uh, like, I know, what yeah. am I supposed only to like say?" A 25, 20, yeah, he's a twenty-five-year-old kid. kid. And so, like, six months later, goes to the studio because he really had didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And I kind sure. of feel like the the way he did things so quickly, like playing like 45, 45 yeah, minutes to record sure. a song. Was this urgency yeah. to like yeah. get something get going? Oh yeah, it yeah. was yeah. A, like uh, yeah. a cathartic totally, for him. Totally, totally. I gotta do totally something like or therapy. I'm gonna go insane. Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah, and, and it's actually uh, amazing. It really is it's an amazing album. There's, there's a lot of really good songs in there, and there's uh, a lot. Obviously, he even he says uh, some of the words are like nonsense, or he right. calls uh, <laughs> a gobbledygook because because he, he said at that point he didn't know what to say. Right, he didn't right. know what to say, so he did that. But that's another problem I had with the food. Yeah, but it's later. still his subconscious coming out. Mm. Whatever he, whenever people say it's just gobbledygook, right? That's true. That's it's true. still there's still subconscious content generating but, that. But so. later, Foo Fighters, I always felt that was a little more contrived. Like, oh, the, sure. like he yeah, was yeah, yeah. trying yeah, yeah. Yeah. a little too hard to do the. Well, uh, think about it. They, then he became right. again the most successful. They could sell out an arena. Yeah. Like yeah. if he said, "Oh, we're going to play uh, American Airlines Arena in five days." It would sell out. It's right. It, be, it, it became it a really sell. big band. They're yeah. huge. And, uh, yeah. and so what happens in, then, you have an entire, you have a community of people that rely on you for 
income and for their livelihood, mm. and there's so there's this pressure. Right. Yeah. You always to, talk about that. Yeah. Once you once you have the machine, machine you the machine keep wants to be the fed. Machine. Yeah. And so you <laughs> With about, crappy records. But right. I almost feel like he enjoys that though. He seems to be he having does. a he hell does. of a time up there. Like really I mean, does. even yeah. when I watch like recent sure. videos, I'm like. He, he puts still, on an incredible show. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like, like he's having a great, having yeah. the time of his life, uh, living his best. As my daughter would say, he's living his best life. <laughs> he yeah, is, he is yeah. living his best life. <laughs> so good for him, right? Yeah. I don't begrudge that, but maybe I do a little begrudge it because my, <laughs> another pet peeve I have are drummers that can do everything. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's like yeah. God, well, this drummer here, how plays about guitar this? better than me. You, you know? know, here's the thing. He started off as a drummer, but he wasn't really. I mean, he's an incredible drummer. Yeah, he but is. that doesn't really define him because you like he played all the guitars on this record, yeah, and you go, obviously, it, and, it doesn't define him. You know, him, it yeah. doesn't define him. He obviously is a way more talented guy than you know. And the thing is, you go any criticism you make, you go, well, fuck, I didn't, I couldn't do this. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. I million can, goddamn I can throw years. shade yeah. and whatever. <laughs> um, but going back and listening to this record, this record also. Um, draws on a lot of sources from American independent music of the 80s. Oh, right. Yeah, and absolutely. That, that you go, oh, there's a Huskers bit and there's a Mission of Burma bit. Yes, yes. And there's and an REM and, bit. And someone and that always does that. He's, he's a big yeah. fan yes. of, yes. of yeah, bands and music and he does that. Like when he did Probot, actually that Probot record he did, especially oh, the first yeah. one, is really right, good. Right. Yeah. And he would pick these like uh, people from these bands that he loved, like these these metal bands, and he and he wrote a song like like Boy the yeah, stuff right, they did, sure. and yeah. it was really good. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. He, and then um, so there's you hear all those influences, and um, so we've we've seen them three times. My wife's seen them four times. Oh wow! She saw them when he was on tour with Mike Watt. Playing drums for Mike Watt. Oh, okay, right, and that and was, was what he did. That was like right after Nirvana, right? Too, right? And he, yeah. they, we were living in Athens, and I had a band, another band that I was playing in that was, unfortunately, had a gig the same night, and so she got to go see it, go to the Forty Watt, and she sees Mike Watt with Eddie Vedder's band was playing, and then Eddie Vedder played guitar, and Dave Grohl played drums, and Mike Watt, and. It was this, and she says, and then they did some. He did some of the Foo Fighters stuff, and she said it was amazing. She said it was incredible. Then, <laughs> because here's you may not know this, but we know someone, a friend of ours, used to be married to Dave Grohl's first cousin. <laughs> and so oh, the, that's the picture you guys with your with your backstage uh, that's right, Foo Fighters. That's backstage. right. Yes, I know that. That's right. So that. yeah, and so we got to see him in New York one time, and all these people were there. Um, Fred Schneider from the B-52s was backstage. Oh, cool. Don Fleming, you know who Don Fleming is, right? From from uh, a producer. Yeah, and yeah, the Don guy, Fleming, a Sonic Youth. And yeah, shit. the guy who's in Those charge of Blue Reed's yeah. archive. Uh, so it was a who's who. It was a who's who. By the yeah, way, yeah. if Fred Snyder's anywhere, it's a party. You yeah. know, it's yeah, a party. Right, right. Yeah, he was, he was uh, eating off the, um, the, 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 the buffet. Um, then we saw him again here one time at AA Arena. So you and guys are like big. Well, Susan. So was, Susan was like a big fan, right? Yeah, but this is still. But that was t- all. You know, that this all is like early, ten yeah. years. Yeah. Well, I saw him here with Weezer. Did you see him with Weezer? Yeah, okay. that was what tour was that? That was I, one of the ones that I feel we were like, like, it like. Was Color in the Shape? I feel color, like it was like two thousand. No, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was. That's right. Good lord. Uh, okay. No, no. There's no way. No, no. It had to have been. Yeah. After. It was after that. Uh, anyway, Weezer's, they were all great shows, and you go. The guy just, you know, he yes. gives he, give, he gives the appearance of giving it his all whenever he does he's give up it there. all. But and that's another thing that actually bothers me. <laughs> <is> sometimes <laughs> I feel like he's he tries to rock out too much, and yeah. it's like uh, dial it back a little bit. Yeah. you know, like it's, uh, so that's just me. Listen, I have my it's own, a fine line. I think that if you if line. you you know you can only be like how do the Rolling Stones do it? Right. Like, how is right. you know. How are they still walking they're that evil. walk? No, they do it. They do it because <laughs> you know? they're evil, bad people. So, they've so, they've, if there's any band that is literally owned by Satan, it's the Rolling Stones. And I, and I mean no, that, and it. I don't no, mean that in so a cool good. like ooh Satan way. I mean it cool like like Satan, like a guy you know, an accountant you know, with a cheap suit that you know. <laughs> I mean, the Foo Fighters, their new album still sell. Tremendously, I mean, I, I'm I not really so. sure. I yeah, know, I, I they're th- terrible. The last thing, it's once just, in a while, they sound I'll, I'll say, "Well, I'm gonna yeah, check it out," it's and it's, it's nothing the same. good. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's like he's sort of, and there's a sort of, if you go through this record, there's sort of a template for the different kinds of songs he does. Right. Yes, is yes. in here, and you go, "Oh, right. this becomes, you know, if you to mm-hmm. add this to, 
you know. Yeah, but this when it got all right. So how how old were you when this when this came out? Uh, how old were you? I was. What year? Ninety five. Okay. Okay. That's what. And were legit. you already a? Uh, Nirvana So, band? yeah. So, like, high school for me was Nirvana. It was oh, okay. these bands yeah, that right. was, like, you know, the MTV watching sure. these videos and right, watching right. Yeah, Nirvana. But, yeah. And I think that I really got into it, though, like, after high school. Probably, like, around 20 is when I really sure. got... So, because listening to it was, like, a time warp, you know? Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. music does that. It's a time machine. It takes you all the way oh, back to yeah. wherever you were. And so, oh, I re- yeah. I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, that's right. I would yeah. stand this far away from an amp at a, at a rock yeah. club and, right. and let it when you were Right. Before that, you knew that that was damaging to your hearing. Yeah. Not a good <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's great. All right, so let's get into this record. Uh, let's get into the first song that is called This Is a Call. Visiting is pretty. Visiting is good. Seems that all they ever wanted was a brother. This could be a secret. We can keep it good. There's some of the nonsensical yes. lyrics, like fingernails yeah, but, are pretty, fingernails are But good. all they ever wanted was a market. He drove past a, a, <laughs> finger, a nail salon, right? And that's a market for, for fingernails. Yes. Yeah. But but uh, uh, he himself has said that while the verses mean nothing, the chorus mean, meant everything to him because it was Called, sort of like yeah. him saying goodbye. Yeah. This is a call to all my past uh, resignation. Things that I it was like, uh, re- yeah. resigned myself to. Well, fuck that. Right. 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 I'm going right. for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. And what a great opening song totally. on the record, Ooh, too, right? I mean, yeah, it's great. And I actually just saw, I guess they played this on when he, because he did, all right, so he did this record originally. He called it. Decided didn't put his name on it. Uh, he handed out tapes and uh, right. uh, Foo Fighters just put Foo Fighters on it. And uh, although I gave it to people, I think I'm sure people knew. Oh, okay, oh that's that, that's the Nirvana. Yeah, 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 sure. I don't think a record is ever. Who is this band? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know? Well, so, no, I mean it was him that was handing it out. Yeah, right? yeah. So my so, husband they put two and two together. You think? Yeah, right. But my husband is such a critic of this. He's like, oh, but good for him. We should have brought him. Who, that's what I said. I was. He's like, but think about who his friends were. Like exactly. Who's he? He's like, this it. is the most successful demo tape I've ever heard in my life. Like it's just right. like that's yeah. exactly like who was he giving it to? Like it just happened to land in the hands of the right people. But and, okay. Well, uh, but Listen, the thing is, but it's it, still really good. It, right. <laughs> and I should mention it here, we just were, been shit. We, we were <laughs> right. talking about it before, and I was, as Rob was, you know, saying, is my want. Um, I was like, oh, well, somebody must have that cassette and must have digitized it. And so, yeah, there there is a, a good quality copy of this, the original, demo the original demo tape. tape which is functionally, it's mixed a little different. Right, right. There's no, like, you're not going to be like, wow, this is totally different. It's just, it's the mix is a little more, um, I would, I'm going to say Nirvana-ish. Mm. And it's a little, the, the the album that came out is a little sweeter sounding. It is, because this is, you said, what you said before, this is like a, a pop punk or punk it's pop. A pop. It is. It is. A, it yeah. is. And, but the, the it's a little rougher, and the drums are a little more, like, Albini-ish on the... Um, oh, yeah. You can hear a lot of that uh, influence, too, on yeah, here. On for sure. Album. I mean, you think about the fact that he's, you know, he's he's recorded with Butch Vig, he's recorded with Steve Albini, right, and they've right. made two massive, massive albums. Um, so he's got all this knowledge that he, he's seen people do this, so he's not like a neophyte, oh, you know, right. going in there. Um, but the, you can go to archive.org and you click on the... the um, the audio button and just type in Foo Fighters cassette and there's you can go you can download it if you want I downloaded it but also you can just play it and listen to it there there's some extra tracks on there that are really cool mm-hmm. um, some things that weren't on the record and oh, that okay. have some weirder influences you're like oh that was that would have been cool but you understand right. when you put out the big you know you put out for real you're like okay we're gonna 
And I guess also the songs on this were are put on this in the order he actually recorded yes. them in. He yes. recorded them, and he and right. this is the order. He Which I yeah. kind of feel like towards the end, you can hear he's really trying to get this thing. Like he's trying to. Try to I, I kind of <laughs> yeah, feel like he's yeah. rushing well, in. Right. He's trying sure. to get out of this. You sure. Know, get, yeah. get, get it done. done. Get right. it done. Right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, sure. That's true. All right. So we got that first song, awesome opening song, and then it goes right into the second song, which is "I'll Stick Around." Obviously, I heard too, but this song I didn't. And as soon as it, I was listening to it, now I go, I know that song, and you know how I know it from Weird Al Yankovic because it, it's on the alternative polka. At that time, he, oh, he did wow. an alternative polka <laughs> wow. where he did like all these '90s bands. He did like Green Day and Alanis Morissette, and this is on. He's like, I don't know uh, you okay, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. So yeah. when I hear him singing, I go, Oh my god, that's Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So this, so the lyrics in this song, there's no getting around that you feel like he's sort of writing a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, Kurt because some of these oh, songs yeah, he sure. wrote pre. I'm saying some are pre Kurt right. uh, and then some are post Kurt. Right. Yeah. And sure. this is a pers- uh, post Kurt yeah. one. And then a lot. He is. I guess people speculated that so a lot of these lyrics were about Courtney. Right. And then he yeah. finally owned up to it. He goes, Yeah, yeah. obviously. I mean, because right. that was the other thing. Like, not only is this thing ending, but now you have this woman who, whatever, uh, yeah. is going to now sue <laughs> best, you. Best, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? Best phrase, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's going to sue you and your yeah. bandmate and yeah. try to take everything. And yeah, yeah that, that fight went on for, for decades. It's, yeah, right. It's, yeah, decades. she's a bad person. I'm just going <laughs> to. So he said, whole. <laughs> The first whole record's really incredible. All it's right. a great album. I'll come back it and do is. that one. I love that one. But too. that first, oh yeah, it's a great record. Yeah. But she, I mean, my God. Yeah, it wasn't even until like five years ago that they finally made up. I mean, or, or like settled well, in. Sort of, they hugged at, yes, the, uh, right, 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 at the Rock and Roll right, Hall of Fame. Right. Something like that. I thought, yeah. all right, so listen, I, I thought I knew all it took to bother you. Every word I said was true, and that you'll see. How could it be? I'm the only one. Who sees your rehearsed insanity? Oh, I mean that—that's uh, that, her, because, right? Yes, because at this because point, because the way she carried on—I mean, yes. her, yeah, her husband comes everything, but the way she made it so much about her. Do you remember that? Was, oh, yes, yes it was, I do. It was MTV, wild. Yeah, it was she's wild. a fucking narcissist. It was like a, yeah. it was like yeah. pre-reality show yes. shit. Yes, yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you just cringe. You'd see her and be like, "Oh my god, yeah, what is she gonna do now?" And and then she would do something, and you'd be like. Fuck, yeah, you know. right. So these lyrics are kind of brutal. He says, uh, "I've been around all the pawns you've gagged and bound. They'll come back and knock you down, and I'll be free. <laughs> Taking all I've endured. One day it'll all fade. I'm sure. I don't know you anyway. I um, don't. And that's the chorus is is amazingly because it's commitment, yes, total exactly. commitment. Yeah, right. The singing on the chorus. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, yeah. she was a she was a piece of work because piece of work. I just, piece of work. <laughs> she was. Uh, other four letter words that she's a piece of also come to mind (laughs) I don't know if I should curse on here but uh, are you kidding are we we kidding Um, I just recently in in Pompano saw um, one of the co-founders the show's rated X on Apple Podcasts All right, good. Um, the one of the co-founders of Sub Pop, he yeah, was in sure. Pompano, and he did a he did a talk there, and he, he lives in Pompano Beach. No, he came oh, here oh, as like okay, he had right. like pictures of Nirvana so, that like, never oh, before seen. Right. It was yeah, really okay. really good. And right. I'm sorry, I can't remember his name right now, but um, anyway, one of his things was we'll do a Q and A, but absolutely no questions about Courtney Love. <sighs> do not ask me a question about Courtney yeah, Love, and I was you know like, what the dang, be. Yeah. yeah, right. 
Or she'll sue you. Like right. she well, will come after you. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like totally. Trump. She's yeah. like Donald Trump. She probably right? has that's good, true. Right? That's yeah. true. She probably right. has really good lawyers too. Oh, like a shitload of. Well, she. Yeah. Whether she, that's the problem. If she has, it doesn't matter whether she has a, a case or not. You have to defend yourself. You got to defend yourself. Right. So, you know. All right. One other quick tidbit about this song, uh, the video for it, which they they were they made some great videos. Yes. Too. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, this song. Do you know who directed the video? Which is a great video for this song. I don't. Our friend uh, Devo's Gerald uh, Casale. Oh, right, right. Because he had a Devo thing. That's why and they were all thing. wearing the. They're wearing the uniform. They're wearing like the and, uniform. And this is great. This is this is how it's great to be someone that's that's actually you starting a band, but you've been a successful yeah, right. because he he wanted to do a Devo esque video. Sure, they sure. It, so instead of ripping them off, he said, "Oh, I'll just, I'll hire just call Dave Jerry Casale. Jerry Casale. I think we should Malcolm has taught us how to say that, so we should say it correctly. So, but it is a great video. And speaking of great videos, now we get to the third song of the record, which is uh, a, just such a great song and, a, right. and a, a definitely a standout of the record because it really doesn't sound like anything else on the record. And we should also, I should say, uh, one of our guests, Steve Mitchner, actually copped to liking this song a lot. Oh, so, good, good for yeah, Steve. Right, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not dreamy pop and doesn't isn't there, yeah. although it is kind of it is kind yeah, of sentimental. He's yeah. a sentimental guy. He is. That's, he All right, is, yeah, let's sure. listen to Big Me. There's yeah, um, there's one song that is very very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So is this a love song or is it about getting dumped? Because I've read both. I've read people say, oh, it's about getting dumped. But I think he I think said the dumped was the second album, right? Right. But, but I yeah. think he said even this song was like falling in love with a girl. You fall in love and then she dumps you. Like there's a whole chasing a girl part of this oh, song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and but also I feel like some of the lyrics are also kind of his uh, a gobbledygook type right. of lyrics, which is okay. I'm, I'm okay with that <laughs> to a point. But when he says, like, uh, big me to talk about it, I could stand to prove if we can get around it, I know that is true. What's true, Dave? What's yeah. true? He's not, the, you know, yeah. I don't get yeah. it, but whatever. Uh, the the video for this was great. The Mentos, it was like a spoof. Yes, oh, the yeah. That's right. And, yeah. And, and I read, actually, for years, they stopped playing it for, like, 10 years. They stopped playing it because fans would throw Mentos at them. Oh, they said yeah, it really sure. hurt. Yeah, sure. Mentos aren't, yeah, they're hard. It would hard, help them with hard. Mentos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of funny, right? I would I would be loath. To, I'm not gonna waste Mentos on throwing them in anyway. I like Mentos; <laughs> yeah. they're good, especially the fruit ones. They're yeah, they're really good. good. Yeah. yeah, no, they yeah. are good. I love. Uh, we should have for our guests. We should have Mentos. We Maybe got cookies. You brought the, or did you put them away? Yeah. Right there? No, they're behind there. your thing. Okay, we'll, yeah. In we'll, the break, we'll, yeah. we'll partake. All right. Booze and cookies. So now we get. Uh, we'll talk about anything. Just give us booze and cookies. Another before uh, a before earlier song that you wrote is this next one. Um, this is called Alone and Easy Target. Yeah. 
So it's got that it's got that pop punk thing, mm-hmm. like the um, it's there's a different feel here that he um, you can tell him you see him. Well, the first part reminds me of like Burma, I think that Mission of Burma. Burma, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Which the he's ringing a fan. guitars, he's, a, he's, he's definitely a, a fan. Yeah. Um, the ringing guitars, and you right. can sort of imagine. Clint Connolly singing it, so it's like okay. Yeah. He's good though. He comes up with these riffs. He's really good. Yeah. Goddamn yeah. drummers, good. these drummers. Yeah, man. Sure. <laughs> All right, this and song. it's tight. There's no like, like it, obviously he worked on this stuff before he went in the studio and got it ready, totally ready to go. Right. Because the vocals, like when he's singing, like his double tracking is is great. It's like he he so he must have you know I hate to say practicing in his bedroom, but at the point you <laughs> Maybe. know. He, he, t- he took some care in, in this for sure. Big time, yeah. Well, tell me about recording a song in 45 minutes. I mean, is that an, an insane thing to do? Yeah. To do all these things? I mean, isn't that crazy? It yeah. is, because, and especially and just for saying, the quality of it. And when you yeah. hear it, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's great. It's someone that has their shit together. Yeah, right. Totally. Really good. Like I right. said, he, like didn't, he didn't just walk on the studio and go, you know, I, I've got a few songs. No. Yeah, he definitely sorta, was yeah. ready like to Barry go. Like Barry said, yeah, he was ready to I go. I think he's got he these, I think he's probably... A lot of manic energy. He's a drummer, so right. And you've seen him play. <laughs> oh yeah, drums. he seems. Yeah, he seems. So like, yeah, that kind of energy, just apply that to everything, and right. then that's what you get. So right. the lyrics in this one, to me, are really interesting because this was uh, something he wrote, and purportedly it's about the last, uh, the last months of few months of Nirvana. Okay, where he was feeling, uh, where Kurt. Cobain was feeling unsatisfied with Dave's drumming, which can you imagine someone thinking, eh, right. you know, oh I don't God. like your drumming right. all of a sudden. Yeah. And and uh, Dave actually started to feel left, was starting to feel left out and right. appreciated. Sure. Because you know, one thing you, uh, people may not think about, he, Nirvana wasn't around that long. No. He was like the third or fourth drummer. So right. He, joined he was in, the last in, drummer. In 1990, and then 1994, they were done. I right. Know. So all it's over. like, and they weren't, it wasn't like they were, I mean, obviously they were in a band, he loved Kurt and everything, but they weren't like super close people they no. were their right. main their their thing was their band you know their, right. their band and that's what drew them again it wasn't like they were friends <laughs> and I he's guess, not from he's not from Aberdeen no so I guess he's Nova from, Sell, the bass player and Kurt Cobain were closer because they, yeah, they were yeah. friends beforehand mm-hmm. I think he's but from Dave Youngstown Ohio like this, I think this young right? drummer that he, came on yeah so he kind of so uh, the lyrics in here when he says they knew all along they're not dumb they were so wrong um, she's not always fun. fun hate it now because when I'm done pieces fall into place Puzzles, Puzzles suck, suck. Laugh in my face. Turn and swing the pace. I'll give this. Keep the good waste. Um, head is on. I, I want, want out. out. I'm alone and I'm an easy target. Metronome. Metronome. So that's what he said. He's like, is that all I am? Just a yeah, timekeeper, yeah. a metronome? Yeah. I want out. I'm well, alone and easy the, target. The, 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 the subtext of all this is that Kurt Cobain was tired of being, besides being suicidal, right. he was tired of being in a band like Nirvana. I didn't want to be in a U. I hate all these fucking guys. I didn't want to be so big. Well, it's not only that. I think he wanted to do, he wanted to do a different kind of music. He was tired of getting up and playing. He, he now had reached the point where... Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I mean, right. it's a huge part of this story, though. I mean... It is. It's a huge part of, like, not... And the same thing with the, the other band that you guys did, the... the In the Airplane Under the Seat, the Neutral oh, yeah. Milk Hotel. Neutral Milk Hotel. Not being able to appreciate... The success yeah. because if you're like a depressed person yeah. and you're it's under not, on yeah. drugs, it's not going to solve any of it. You're never going to do it. It, it makes it worse because you're you're like you know you've like why do other people worship me? Yes. I, I suck. Why do they right. like? Right. Yeah. But even uh, but Dave Grohl, I don't think ever felt that way. No, so no, he was he enjoying he, he everything that was going like on. That. Right, right. Yeah, and so it's, like, it's yeah. a totally different, you know, right, he's right. there to do the job. Yep, yeah. that's right. And he's now he's the, dealing with someone's well, bullshit. He was in some, I mean, that's I mean, he was the, in, you know. Yeah, no, Nir- you're right. You're before Nirvana, right. he was in a, a really good hardcore band called Scream. Yeah, yeah. Um, who were kind of melodic, hardcore. Right, yeah. That's his wheelhouse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. All right, so we're about, let's take a little break. I think we definitely got to dig into some of these cookies. These are mystery. We brought mystery Oreos. So Ooh. you have to guess. We have to guess the flavor, which <laughs> I know already. But I'm going to see how good you are, Barry. Okay, all right. All right. We're talking with our guest, Hillary, Hillary Doherty. Oh, very good. Very I'm a southerner. Good. I know how it's done. We're talking about <laughs> Foo you. Fighters' debut. This is that record got me high. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, it's me again. That stupid fucking robot. I'm here for two things. First, to remind you that we are sponsored by a very fine webcomic called Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow comes out once a week and can be found at Is This Tomorrow. 
www.kelly.com Kelly and Woody strive to put into aid panels The brain blistering stupidity portrayed on the Zorro television channel That said, it isn't as stupid as what's on Fox News They do try though At is this tomorrow.com or be searching Facebook for is this tomorrow Secondly, I, a fucking robot, would like to remind you that as you enjoy this program, you are an utterly successful product of the evolutionary process. Your ancestry is an unbroken chain back to the first life on earth. Yes you, your ancestors stretch back hundreds of millions of years to the churning primordial seas, and the perfect lightning strike that turned something not alive into something alive, which then became you, after millions of successful generations. With not, one, break, yes, you, please try and act like it. I heard that. Each other every when once we, a right. week. When we nothing. play, we play together occasionally. It's good because he plays in Gold Dust Lounge and I'll come and play in Gold Dust Lounge and it's fine. But yeah, we do see enough of each Here other. Here and there, but we don't need to be in a full time no, band and no. then do this. Yeah, yeah that no, would be please. a lot. It would be a lot. Yeah. All right, so we're up to uh, song number five on this so record. It, the, the show would be like, like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was true. What did you mean? What, did, what were you talking What did you right, mean when you said right. that last week? <laughs> did you get my shit? I'm sorry I left it, you know. <laughs> right. Bicker, bicker, you bicker. always fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, let's listen to uh, good, gr- good Grief, Barry. Good I told grief. you he was a coke addict. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> but i'm gonna say the template for this song is this is a like a kind of a, a little bit sophisticated harmonically ramon song mm. oh, it's okay, got okay. The, it's the drive yes. of this is totally 100 percent johnny joey dd right and, right and and marky yeah yeah i love it i love this song yeah oh I my god it. it's yeah. great it's a great song i've forgotten this record has actually gotten better over time i hate to say that but if i listen listening to it now I like it better than I ever did when it came out. Yeah, I mean it's it's really good. It's I think at really the time good. you were just, it was like oh you know, you're comparing everything to Nirvana because he's yes. just right and yeah, now as you see it sort of stand alone. Yeah, it's like damn and dude. still damn this guy did this all it's by himself. It's fucking and crazy. It, it yeah. is crazy. And when I went back to read like when I was doing research for this, I went yeah. back to read all of the reviews in 1995 of like what was written about it. Oh okay, what and did they it say? was. Nirvana this, Nirvana yeah, that. He yeah, sounds like yeah, her. He yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah, this. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, th- this guy, even even after all of that, yeah. all of that work, putting yeah. it in, getting through it, he'll never stop being compared to Kurt. Like, right. It'll Kurt just Cobain. never right. stop. Right. Because Kurt had the advantage of, of dying. Because then he, Kurt never has a chance to fuck up and make terrible records. And people <laughs> exactly. go, oh, my God. And people go, oh, my God. And to say stupid hear that? things. Say, and, right, yeah, right. To be on, like, dumb shows. And, right, you know, exactly. Whatever, yeah. You know, it just... That's the thing about being Diane Young is that you you know you get to show everybody your best shit and then I'm out. That's mm. it, right? Uh, too late for us, Barry. So we're gonna have to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take the oh, other route. Another thing about this is is that the sounds are so good. The guitars sound really good. They're really appealing they sounding. 
it's just crazy. I hear, but like you said, he worked with so many good producers and stuff. So he obviously at this point had an idea. He knew of how his to do way stuff. around the studio and, yeah. and and not to overthink things. Obviously, because when you, you record something this oh my quick, God. you're not overthinking it. But usually, that's the best thing to not yeah, overthink it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, it's a very pleasant record to listen to. Um, you know. What can I say? I feel like this song too. You can kind of finally hear him. I feel like he's breaking out. Something is coming off. He's starting to get his stride here. Like we're halfway yep. through. Yeah. He's starting to really well, that's good. get that, into his groove here. With like, I'm yeah. just gonna get this thing. That's going. the good thing about the record doing how he recorded. That's how he put it. Right, yeah, right, right, right. you yeah. can sort of hear the evolution exactly. of it. That's true. That's very good point. And now we get to uh, this song, which has a nice little acoustic, uh, Zeppelinish, almost Zeppelinish. Acoustic intro, let's just do a little bit of float. Well, you know why you like the chorus? Because there's a little bit of Pixies in that chorus mm. right there. And, I, and I, he's a, he likes the Pixies a lot. I so love the Pixies. He's, he, wears, he wears all his influences on yeah. his sleeve, but, yeah. it's, but it's okay. It's okay. On, on this record, at least, it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. And there's some, there's some um, Grant Hart Huskers in this yes, song. Yes, I was just yeah. thinking that when I'm yes. listening to it. Yes, yeah. definitely. Grant Hart Huskers, which Grant Hart also was into UFOs, and they have that song. Mm. Uh, yeah, books, uh, about books about UFOs. Books about UFOs, and yeah. that's just a reminder, because this is definitely like a UFO song, yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like a sci-fi guy. Yes, that's he the whole, whole thing, thing, yeah. 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 Sure. The uh, sci-fi thing. The cover of the album. Yeah, the Foo Fighters were the name of the what the World War II fighter pilots would call the, when they would see UFOs, They that's what they called them, Foo Fighters. And now we go from that to a this from a from a now I guess extinct fast food chain, but I guess it was a fast food chain. Um, this next one, it's uh, Weenie Beanie. about this is it makes me laugh when it, when I first started listening to this again to prepare for this the the microphone and the singing into whatever yeah, yeah. this is megaphone yeah. probably so 90s it is it alternative is. Right. rock well, like it's so like and, and or whatever like what, it's just like the whole thing I was like oh here we go like but, here but what you don't realize is that he's actually throwing back to 
1984 to 1985, there's a big black feel and a butthole feel and, to uh, this. Pixies 2 and Pixies 2. Pixies they, they two. did that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah but this is, um, yeah, he actually... What became sort of passe mm-hmm. was actually cool when you know when those guys did it, and the snare drum sound on this is one hundred percent Albini. Albini, yeah. yes. But it just and this- it almost makes me wonder whether he's this is a dig at Albini because Weenie Beanie makes me think of someone who's like you know sort of. Um, Someone who's a weenie, but also <laughs> wears a beanie, yeah. you know. But it is yeah, actually yeah. he's from he's from Virginia. It is a fast food chain in Virginia called Weenie. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, but it could be a dual, a I, dual I just, thing there. I just felt like you know I, there's just some not relation. As convincing to me, like him doing that. It's not as like, him like rocking with that distorted voice. Right. It's not, I yeah. don't feel like that's his wheelhouse. I feel like his more the melodic the, uh, stuff. Poppy, and, melodic yeah, stuff. Oh, I mean, maybe yeah. he saw it laying around. He's like, let's let's try one with this. Like, yeah. who knows what? Well, I then, but say. then he did the Probot record where he did do. So it's just like it doesn't fit in here as well as it does. Maybe on right there. That's true. Metal. On the and then the, and then it sort of starts to go into a metal riff too. It does. Um, but he doesn't sing on Probot. He has the the people right, the other, right, the other right. artists sing on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. It's just not as convincing to me. But uh, he also got heat in the song because he's got. One shot, nothing. The line, one shot, nothing. But he wrote this fucking song in 1991, so it's like, yeah, he's not not talking about that. I know, right? No, he's not. But people, like you said, people would see him. They just love. They they love shit. Yeah, they read stuff and anything. Yeah, right. Everything he says, I kind of feel like at this point he he has grown beyond. I don't think people compare him to Kurt Cobain anymore. I think he's been big enough. I mean, I have to tell you, and I know this is probably one of the saddest things I'm going to say is that like. There's probably a lot of people, the kids now that don't even know who Nirvana, Nirvana is. is. Yeah, and they're like they know Foo Fighters yeah, more sure. than they know Nirvana, sure. which yeah. is yeah. That's, it's kind of sad. That's not. There's other what? sadder things in oh. that. Really. It's not that sad. <laughs> well, if they don't know the Beatles, maybe that's sadder. But no. still, yeah, sure. yeah. still, yeah. I mean, what's you know. going on in the world? Okay, okay. <laughs> it's not that sad. That the kids don't know Nirvana. They're fine. Yeah. You're right. All right. <laughs> I had a, a point uh, taken. Though. I get what you're saying. I had a Nirvana <laughs> laminated Nirvana backstage pass that I gave away to uh, some friends of ours' daughter who was a huge Nirvana fan. I eBay that shit. <laughs> if I had it now, if I had it now, I'd be driving a brand new car. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. So we we mentioned the Beatles a couple of times. So this next oh, song. Oh yeah. Let's well, to it, yeah. Sure. Oh George. Guess which Beatles. I named it Oh George as a tribute to George Harrison, which yeah. apparently I guess was his well, and then favorite he, Beatle. He gets to the guitar solo and he does a George Harrison esque slide solo. Yes. And very yes, much in that yes. style, which you go, wow. And, and the chords, the whole chords in everything chord about this is everything. George. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, like and, and uh, yeah, Beatle esque, which is this is his wheelhouse. I yeah. feel he's really yeah, good sure. at this. Yeah. The lyrics, I have no idea what these lyrics no, are no, about. We're getting to the point now where it's like, again, we're further along in the album. Yes, we start going, yeah, I don't you're know. Right. Yeah. He's tired. Like, this is going on too long for him. <laughs> yeah, He's at it. Musically, it's really great. Yes. The song is really yeah. great. Well, they're almost like the lyrics where people, and I, I know this is a technique, which, you know, I've never tried it, but people will sing nonsense along with, to come up with a melody for oh, a song. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then, true. Right. And, and, and some people just keep the nonsense. Right, right. exactly. Which sometimes well, works. Yeah. yeah. That's right, what my sure. husband was saying tonight when I was just like, can you just look at this for a second and tell me what you think? He's like, I think he just was trying to get something to fit in this space. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was right, just sure. trying to get, and yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes happens. sense. Yeah. The Pixie song, uh, This Monkey's Gone to Heaven, originally that was sure. a placeholder yeah. lyric, and they just kept it. Yeah, yeah. right. So they, they, well, you know, it because it's coming out of the human subconscious, 
it means something. Right, right, right. You can't, you, random is not really possible without like just having a computer do it. It's like your brain's gonna, is gonna associate. Right. But then we have to try point. to figure out what this, what he means. And then, and, 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 all right, that. let's try and figure out what this next one, what's musically, this is another one musically that I really like, but let's see what, what, what's, what Dave's going on about in For All the Cows. Was you, Barry? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I don't. I mean, he says things. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't think he's trying to make a point here. No, no, I don't think so. Um, it, but it's, it's cool. cool. It's a cool it is, song. Right. I love yeah, the song. Yeah, right. I think it's, it's really. I think it it's might good. be my favorite on the and album. It, and it's it, also, but it's also the the Nirvana by way of Pixies, "Quiet Loud Quiet" oh, is yeah. in there too. But yeah, but it's yeah. just done sure. really good. Yeah. It's done good, and it's good. And, and uh, yeah. this wish is true. It falls into pieces new. The cow is you. It's like yeah, yeah obviously yeah. Who knows? nothing. Who knows? But it, but it is a cool song. But I, his I do his like voice is vulnerable. You hear him letting it like let it be heard. I like when he does stuff like this more than the like. It's all right. Yeah, we got. It, we're yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. I like the first verse. I'm called a cow. I'm not about to blow it now for all the cows. So <laughs> there's good. something yeah, in there. Good. There's some little puzzle in that little bit right there. Right, you know? right, right. Um, all right, so now we get to this song. Finally, we get a song where someone else is allowed to play something <laughs> Right, right, right. Uh, and it's a really good song, too. So let's listen to Ecstatic. studio with him. Obviously, this song sounds like an Afghan Woods wood yeah, song. Yeah, 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 so he's probably yeah. like, hey, Greg, you want to, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. I'm kind of ripping you off, You're so you want to play guitar on <laughs> it yeah, a little right. bit. Uh, yeah. But it's good. I mean, it's a good good riffage going yeah. on, you know, yeah. and, and a good vibe. 
Um, couldn't find a way to you. Seems that all that's all I ever do. Turning up in black and blue, rewarded. There's some relationship angst going on there mm-hmm. of some of some kind. Yeah, which he, he's not really big on, right? He doesn't do a lot of uh, a lot of relationship stuff, does he? Or well, I think he, he did early. I think the first, I think the second record was all about that song. Everlong was about uh, the right. girlfriend that dumped him, right, 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 right. Which he really was, you know, somebody's really. But now he's he's been married a long time. Yeah, got, you know, kids and stuff. So I think that that's all. I have know. no idea what he writes about. He anymore, writes uh, spe- <laughs> He writes yeah, about. I know. Uh, you know, the good news is he hasn't done a Jaguar commercial. As far as I know, <laughs> like Sting. and he did that that uh, documentary series, which was really cool. Oh, I was right? going to say, I love that. Yeah, yeah, everyone loved it. Loved it right up till the end when they start. They, they played. Start playing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh shit! That's so fucked up. They kind of ruined it. Well, yeah, but they I love that really he went to out. all those old studios. He that did, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. He got that board. He saved that board. You know, <laughs> he's going to generate big problems. He's going to generate big. resentment because. People yeah. suck. We suck. Yeah, that's you right. Know? We suck, and we're jealous. And we're jealous. <laughs> so you that's know. that's what I always thought it was. Like maybe maybe he's not. You know, was he? Did this happen because people knew who he was and he was the drummer for Nirvana? Like if, right. if they, that was a demo tape of somebody you didn't know, would this no. have gone well, as far? Like your husband oh. says, "Look right. who his friend." Like he's got yeah. Greg yeah. Dooley sitting in his uh, studio is, with him. Like yeah, would this no. have happened? Yeah. It, it, There's no that it, that doesn't exist. It's not Barry. Right. Barry wasn't sitting there in the studio no. to play guitar. Greg Dooley was. Well, that's the thing. And also those those what ifs. Those are just right. illus- those are illusions. Right. They are. They, he, he saw opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You know what I and, mean. Right. And he had. And also he was super, super talented. talented. Yeah, to be yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. You can't that's take true. that away Obviously, from him. he's a really good true. organizer of people and of songs and of yeah, so that's a, a leader yeah, yeah right. sure now after all this good stuff I'm gonna go I will admit this is my least favorite song I fucking hate this next song here <laughs> there you go I guess it's an homage to his punk days but I just uh, I'm, I'm not buying I'm not buying You're this not next buying song okay. at all okay. Water, let's listen to Watershed Watershed okay Like the rock out stuff, and you think, oh well, that sounds kind of cool. That's cool, but it's like, no, there's there's nothing there it's, though. It really. almost it's seems not even like a real song or yeah. anything. And it seems kind of crowbarred in at this point. Like at yeah, this point yeah, now, yeah, it doesn't yeah, it seem does. to yeah. kind of yeah, fit. Yeah, it does. And he is, yeah. and he's throwing in like he throws in the names of uh, punk bands from the scene, like Black Widow and Flowerhead, and he's just like name checking bands, and uh, yeah, it's like yeah, just, just sort of thrown in. Yeah. Plus the um, that. Opening riff is ripped from somewhere, and if I can figure out, I'll stick it in there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Sure it is yeah. The way it's the lo-fi quality that goes into the like the you know right. the professional sound. I've heard that before, specifically somewhere. If I could find it, so <laughs> all right. So we go, but now, so we go from my least favorite song, maybe maybe you're to like one of my favorite ones, the last song. I really mm. like this last yeah. song. Exhausted because he's at this point he's exhausted, <laughs> yeah, right? Who wouldn't right. be? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Let's listen to exhausted.
again, the Bob Mould, yeah, that, that yeah, sure. distorted. So you could hear, you yep. could hear Big Black, you hear Luis yep. Cudu. Yeah, but it's sure. still, but it's good, and it's got a very melancholy feel mm-hmm. to it, right? Very the way right. I'm singing, I, I yeah, like definitely. that. I, I like that. Vulnerable it sounds kind of vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's good at those things that give you sort of that um, weird, wistful feeling. Yeah, it, especially yeah. early on, it before does. it became you know. Right. It's hard to get a weird, wistful feeling of something in a stadium. Right. 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 So, you know. And the the lyrics in this one are are kind of cool. Like, uh, what if the day had stayed in bed? These baubles we've brought mm. at fault after the bliss has long ended. This caution, this fault. Give me a breeze that's long-winded, accosted, adult. Arrested. Arrested. <laughs> I, and I could relate, because being hard, being an, an adult is hard, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's exa- I'm exhausted all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but he was being, only 25. I was going to say, imagine being 25 and having all of this. I mean, yeah, it's a right. lot of like... It's a lot. And one of those articles I read said that... Um, like his friend kills himself, and like within hours, Diane Sawyer is calling for an interview. Yeah, like sure. Every single yeah, sure. Uh, news article, you know, newspaper, right. and it was so private. How do you and feel like, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, do you think time I feel? to grieve, and it was like just wanting to exploit it. Right. And at 25, having to have to deal with all of that coming at you. Right. And it's then a lot. having to see Courtney Love and all her dramatic yes. bullshit. Oh. Reading yeah, the right. reading. Didn't she read the suicide letter? It was like yes, so. You remember that? It, there, it was, like it was awful. Thing. It was like bad taste. Kurt Loder. This is Kurt Loder. Let's go now. Yeah, live to Courtney Love reading. Oh my uh, gosh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. It, <laughs> it was, was truly. Uh, so yeah, big big props to uh, to Mr. Grohl for uh, for doing this. It's it's an amazing thing out of yeah out of that yeah that he did this. He just took like a week and threw this thing out, and you know, and then unfortunately he created a band that became you know. <laughs> Right, that feeds, you know, right, it fills stadiums and, yeah. right, yeah, it provides. The one thing I thought was friend. really interesting about this album, too, that I read recently is that um, it actually lost a Grammy for best, like, alternative album to the MTV Unplugged Nirvana. Oh. Like, that's how soon after yeah. they're talking about putting an album out. I mean, that yeah. is like, wow. yeah, it's that's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is that is really cool. And yeah, and it's just, uh, so I'm glad you I'm glad you, you brought this record back and I got too. to give it a well, second I'm also shot. glad that we got you on the show because oh, you're a really you. good yeah, guest. Great. We do oh, good with you. our guests. Like we were talking about in the break. Rob we were, says I, uh, he's always afraid that I'm going to attract well, One of these days we're going to get someone that's going to be, they're going to sit and they're going to be like, Catatonic and the mic are like we don't know we didn't yeah. know you Hillary you could have been terrible we don't know well I appreciate it but we should you know Barry we should trust uh, fans of our show we should yeah, figure they're going to be true. a little higher echelon of people uh, uh, yeah I think so <laughs> I was nervous though for real uh, okay. super nervous no, no, I'm glad. Look, why do you think we what do you think saying these red cups for you think, <laughs> yeah, that's you right. think it's because we're not nervous liquid, like, liquid courage yeah alright so Barry what do we got uh, next week we have uh-huh. this must be a, a friend of yours I'm assuming actually I don't no Mark at all except for online. Are you serious? Okay. Yeah, right. Mark I, Masters he used to write for Pitchfork. I think he's, he's a he's a rock writer. Okay, and he's doing. He wrote a book about um, the New York no wave scene called No Wave. So um, that was a big deal. And he picked a record that I really love and that he really loves, I'm sure, and that I have some personal relationship with. Um, Half Japanese Charmed Life. It was an uh, their um, album that came out in the mid '80s and. Um, there was this. I remember when um, Pendulette had to hand a guy um, a briefcase filled with forty thousand dollars to get the tapes. Oh, the I record. heard that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That story. yeah. So Mark is uh, hopefully Mark. He confirmed, sort of. And hopefully, <laughs> if not, you and me are going to be talking about Charm Life by Half Japanese. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. Is yeah, he yeah. here? So, Does he live here? Or is it going to nah, be a corner? He lives we don't somewhere else in New York, right. I think. Well, or we'll see. Maybe, so I maybe have one be... final, one final thing, and one final interesting thing. Connecting this week's show to next week's show. Um, guess what T-shirt Kurt Cobain was wearing when he died? He's wearing a half Japanese T-shirt. Oh wow! He was a huge. He was a huge fan of half Japanese. In fact, half Japanese went on tour with Nirvana and opened for them. Of course, getting booed because you oh, know I did people. Not know oh, that. it was just oh, basically like the B-52s opening for the Who. <laughs> it was like you know. <laughs> It was like, you know, people didn't get it. And it was like, fuck you, get off the stage. But they did it, you know? Oh, wow. And he, Kurt was a huge Half Jap fan. So oh, awesome. All right, so that's next week. Just real quick, since this episode is going to drop before it, 
Uh, Sunday, if you're listening to this and it still not hasn't happened yet, Sunday, December 8th, is the Dan Husker Music right. Continuum Show, which is going to be at Tarpon River Brewery in uh, in Fort Lauderdale. And Barry's going to be playing. That's and the right. Band, it, this, this, the theme this year is the kids are all right. So yeah, every, sure. every band act has to have at least one kid, someone yeah. under 18. Yeah. So Barry's uh, playing and a bunch of people we know are playing and some of their kids are playing and there's yeah. going to be some kid bands. And sure. it's awesome. going to be, yeah, it's really going to be awesome. So that's, and Mark uh, Dubin's going to wear a belt. And yeah, and hopefully not those flip flops. No at least fucking, hopefully he's going to no trim his fucking toenails. Flip flops. No, uh, no All right, flip-flops. so that's this Sunday, uh, December 8th at Tarpon River Brewery. It starts 11 a.m. and goes till 6 p.m. Uh, Hillary, thanks once again. Yeah, for one, on thank, the show. thank you. Thank that you was guys. awesome. That was great. Thank you very much. All right, once again, that is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. Where that record got me high. We'll see you guys next week. One, two, three, four. I'll change my style Oh baby, like a child And the beating of my heartbeat Too slow for you Tell me I'll change that too I'll change my walk Even change my talk. If there's something about my kissing that don't please you, well, tell me and I'll change that too.